And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome back, everybody, to the train ride from hell and the nonstop to nowhere. This is the award-winning podcast that has not, how, has not won a single freaking not award. one. Just lean back. You can look at the snow on the ground if you're Herm. You can look at the dirt on the ground if you're Lynch and myself. Or if you're in Florida, suck it. We don't care. The sign post up ahead says, welcome to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. My name is Chris Burns. With me as always to the far left of the screen. Yo, yo, yo. Easy claws. Chris Lynch. And, And of course... From the home office in Poophole, Colorado, That's the right. one and only, the one and only producer extraordinaire. It is Big Herm, Michael P.S. Herman. What is up, gentlemen? Welcome to the Chris Mahana Quantica Spectacular, sponsored by Festivus Poles. That's right, because there's I'll Festivus. The That's right for the rest of us. For the rest of us. So, quick question: How's everybody holiday? How was everybody's holiday? Uh, mine was pretty good. Mine was good. 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 Tell Very us good. about it. We'll head we'll head to Lynch since you since you opened your fat face first. I'm just kidding. No, uh, my, my mine was pretty good. Um, I got a really really nice gift from Jen. Um, Dad always had a little tiny shitty little jewelry box that wasn't really anything special, and um, she bought me a really really nice jewelry box to keep uh, all of his rings and a lot of his. His, uh, oh, really? Oh, already that fast. Let's hit it. Happen that fast. Huh? Guess what, guys? It's the Symphony of Disparchin. Oh, yeah. Break it down for us, man. That's right. Boy, they do not let us down. Nope, nope. Every week they're good for that. But they let Lynch yeah. down. They're like union. They're like union guys, man. Every week they're there, <laughs> whether they whether they want to be or not, right? They, for and real, the, they're like they're union guys. They show the fuck up. <laughs> and, the, and the best part about it is Lynch has new technology, and not only do you hear the dogs bark louder than ever, a dude farted down the street during pre-show, and we heard that too. It had a very nice rip. It had a very nice ripple to it. Mm-hmm. You could hear that. Bloop. Very Speaking of so. which, no DNA test needed. My daughter was sitting five feet from me just a few minutes ago. All of you out there in dysfunction land farted and then did the wave waft as if, here, Dad, have some of this. Oh, that's nice. Oh, no. Well, oh, that's, thankfully, uh, oh, that's thankfully, nice. it wasn't that bad. Oh, so tell nice. us more about the uh, the jewelry box. Du jour. Uh, uh, it was a, it's, I've never had a gift made me cry before, um, but this one did. Uh, it's kind of the jewelry box that Dad's stuff really deserved. Like, he um, he he really liked expensive watches, uh, and he's got a bunch of them. And it's got little pads that the watches go around and set in their their little spots. And it's got spots for all the rings and uh, spots for some of the other stuff. Um, so it's 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 pretty nice. The uh, it's black. It has a glass top. Uh, very nice, very thoughtful gift from my wife. Beautiful for this Christmas. Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. Very cool. Yeah, I saw the picture of it. It was really nice. 
Great job by Mrs. Herm. I got to say. Yep. Excellent yeah, job yeah. by Mrs. Herm. All right, Lynch. How was how was Chris Mahana Quantica for you? Oh, that was a Christmas brunch at about uh, noontime. My mom and uh, her boyfriend came over, and it took about five point five minutes for her to piss either Megan or I off. I had eleven. Yeah. 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 And see, Michael, I already. Michael, I, 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 pulled up, I, like, I underbid. Ah. I, I, I figured it was zero minutes. He was pissed the moment she entered the property before even entering the door. Yeah. yeah that was my yeah. bet. All right. So. I made AMC here, money on that bet. Here's an early sneak peek. Okay. Guys, am I the asshole for getting perturbed that she brought her own half and half? Um. Mind you, mind you, we have it in the fridge. I'm sure you did, but (laughs) if I don't know if somebody does or not, or was it a special kind, fat-free, or it's expensive? I don't think that's big. I plan on drinking a lot of coffee. I brought my own half and half. All right. She drinks tea like a bird. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was like Aldi brand, uh, half and half. If that's what she likes, and that's what she likes. Um She's not the asshole. No. All right, I'm no. I am always an asshole. So I think if she did it and made a point about it that I brought it and because hers was special and yours had sucked, that's right? an ass. That would be an asshole move. But my you know, half was not. imported. Ooh. I brought it. I stopped. I got it. I did it. I don't know. My half and half identifies as heavy cream. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh dear Lord! Easy All right, Claus, come save me. Did you get anything pretty cool for uh, uh Christmas? Yeah, we, did, we didn't do a lot this year for Christmas. So we did not for the last couple of years. We just, you know, keep it simple. Uh, a lot of the gifts I got for Megan were basically for the house. Uh, what up, Big Al? Big Al's in the house. Oh, <coughs> what is up, Big Al? Yeah, you happy fucker, too. Um, with the exception of one gift, I got her a very nice Columbia winter jacket, like trench coat style that she needs. Um I got news to tell you guys off here. I forgot to do it beforehand, but just remind me. Um, okay. But yeah, it was nice. It was quiet. Uh, my my mom and her boyfriend left by before three o'clock, which gave us time to just kind of curl up on the couch and watch the tube. That's the kind of Christmas I like nowadays. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. How about you? I mean, on my, uh, on my end, I didn't do jack shit, but watch movies, um, watch some football. I did Christmas the day before, the two days prior. Once was uh, the Sweet Baby Christmas with Derek the Undertaker and the family. Yep. Then, then with the Amigos on Saturday, watching football <laughs> and getting that uh, all that tryptophan. Oh, his wife is such an amazing cook. Oh, nice. And you know, of course, oh, nice. You get all the Secret Santa gimmicks. So now I'm going to show these to you, and then I have a precursor to our holiday. Am I the assholes? Because we do have some for you this week. Got some secret Santa gifts. Got this nice insulated Falcons can holder gimmick. It will keep your beer or your Coca-Cola, if you're Lynch, or your Mountain Dew, cold up to three hours. Yo, is that, the one that, is that the one that fits everything? Just about. It doesn't fit the slim cans, but it'll fit uh, the standard bottle. Because right. there's, there's one I've seen out there that does that. The ring comes off and it fits like tall boys. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Red Bulls. It fit, fits every fucker can or bottle on the market. And I've, I, I was saw, wondering if that's one of those. Yeah, I saw that at Kohl's of all places. So I got that. And then somebody else got me the Ohio State Buckeyes koozie. And it, oh, also, nice. came with a, it also came with a bottle one. 
Then I got a big Kevin Harvick one for the races. And my daughter says to me, this just goes to show people think you're a raging alcoholic. I said, no, they just see that I like beer. Is my daughter the asshole for saying that out loud? Uh, and she said I could say this. Her name is well, Emma Burns. No relation. Uh, no relation. She just lives upstairs. Um, <laughs> her name well, is Lisa. She's your. She is. She is. Your, oh, and shout out to to Big Al's wife getting the awesome pearl earrings and a nice new and electric the electric walk. Hermit heard fits it, a Mexican. Heard it fits a Mexican. <laughs> Those are the best cans. Oh, um, <laughs> they work for cheap. Moving. Well, I mean, right she along. is. She is your daughter. So. That, that kind of makes her the asshole. It's like she's got... by, by default, like it's like, you know, it's just part of her, you know, <laughs> genetic makeup. I think mm -hmm. I don't think she's actually being an asshole. I think she just is an asshole. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can agree with that point, but you know, my, my, uh, my, <clears throat> I mean, she's a concerned relative. She, she's your daughter and she's concerned for your wealth and well-being. Way to take that. the fun out of getting you, all these cool. You know, like when my son asked me, "You're drinking a beer at six a.m." Like, damn right, I'm drinking a beer at six a.m. Do you, you know what it's? Do you know what it's like with me down, not trying to not kill them stupid motherfuckers every day at work? Do you know that? You're damn right, I'm drinking a beer at six. You know what, son? It's nine a.m. somewhere. That's right. Listen, <laughs> I used to work with a lady on grave shift at Mo Son. Was it a lady? And what's that? Was it really a lady? Yes. Okay. We're not doing the what is a woman bit. It's Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. It's Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. That's what she said. I had to stick it in there. So I had a lady Twice. that I used to work with, and me and the fellas would, you know, as we're leaving, we're all walking to the employee shuttle bus. We're like, all right, um, who's grabbing the beer? I am. Okay, who's grabbing the chips? I am. All right, we're meeting back at Burns' house at 930 we're going to play some Nintendo 64 or whatever the fuck. And then we'll all go our separate ways, go to sleep. We'll be back for grave shift. And mm -hmm. she looked me dead in the eye and said, you're drinking at 930 in the morning. I'm like, you know what? If you take our shift and move it up and we're not doing 12 to eight. Now we're doing eight to four. And we <clears> said <throat> we were doing this at five o'clock. Nobody, Nobody would bat an shit. eye. But because we're doing it after grave shift, all she hears is 930 in the morning. Fuck off. Right, but 9.30 in the morning for you is 6.30 at night. Uh, we are, True. Al, we are, we are, I'm going to post it. Of course and, you're going to answer um, that question I'm right going to answer away. that question. And um, we are actually, we have an oldie but a goodie. Um, we, uh, this, uh, this round. Crush. No, I'm running Mitchell Maui. Khan. Maui Wowie. Acapulco Gold. I'm running a true Maui Wowie. I could have got Acapulco Gold. Uh, the store that I have actually has the strain. Um, they are the fucking Gucci store of weed. You get your own personal shopper at the Green Solution. But, oh, um, Jesus. Yep, right there. The Green Solution, baby. The Green Solution. The green for solution. all of your Green Solution For all needs. of your Colorado marijuana needs. But this is uh, Maui Wowie. Okay. Labrador is Doberman. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, hey, full disclosure. Hey, funny, man. I had um, to follow a dog around for a week. Oh, my God. Full disclosure, the reason we're playing the Am I the Asshole bit is my daughter listened to the I Am, an As Am I the Asshole episode on the way back here last night. And she asked me today, can you do a couple? I says, I, I'll, I'll get one. So I found one, the first one I'll read. And then she found the second one. 
So, Harm, if you can hit the music, we're going to do two very special Am I the Assholes? Don't trip um, hitting the music. I'm trying not to. Hold on. All right. So for those of you that love this bit, we're bringing back two pieces today. <clears throat> and we're going to start this one with Lynch. Lynch, Ooh. are you ready? I'm always ready for an asshole. All right. This one comes from <laughs> This one comes from Suspicious Skins. This is 18 hours ago, so this is fresh. My brother and his wife have been trying to get pregnant, but unfortunately, she has had six miscarriages. That sucks. I know. I'm not discounting that at all. That being said, she's always the center of attention kind of person, and she will shit talk other people all day long and try to make herself look like the best person in the room. If anyone else gets attention, she tries to take it away from them, usually by putting them down verbally or by getting another dog or a cat. Okay. Most of the animals she has were obtained right after other people she knew got pregnant. Well, my wife and I got pregnant, discussed at length as to how we should approach this, keeping my sister-in-law in mind. And it was the main topic of conversation between us. We didn't want to upset her, but we also didn't want to feel like it was right to let her dictate our action and make it impossible to celebrate the life that we created. So we made T-shirts announcing the pregnancy, not gloating, just announcing it. Well, it's Christmas. We come over to my mom's place and we do the present exchange and then we give out the T-shirts. My mother was very happy, but I could see the look on my sister-in-law's face. She was upset. She didn't say anything. She just locked herself in the bathroom, then left later in the day. The next day, she sends this message to my wife. <clears throat> Quote, to say I'm disappointed is an understatement. We've had conversations about how hard infertility is during the holidays, how hard and debilitating this is. Your brother and I have lost six babies. Six. We have six dead children. Okay, that's morbid. Stop it, woman. Springing your, springing your pregnancy <clears throat> on your brother like that was uncalled for and completely ruined not only mine, but your brother's Christmas as well. You could have sent me a heads-up text about this so we had time to process this. And if your excuse is, oh, I didn't want to ruin the surprise for mom, you're wrong. It's a completely invalid fear because I would never ruin a surprise like that. Not only that, but you also saw how this affected me and you wouldn't stop talking about it. You're excited, to be sure. But read the room. I, can, I can't tell you how much that damaged our relationship, and honestly, I don't know how many holidays I'm going to be there for with you because of what you've done. What you did was completely selfish and careless. It, show, it showed... I'm getting winded just reading this bitch. Are you going to die? Okay. Um, no. Please don't die. Thank you. Corey loves that shit. Uh, completely selfish and careless. It showed me you really don't care about me. And honestly, had we gotten the heads up text, I'd be happy for you. But right now, I'm not. You both ruined Christmas for us. I don't know why you thought that was such a good idea. You also had an entire hour to do it. Thank you, Big Al. Before we got there. And I had to leave early because I couldn't stand being there for another minute in a house in which I didn't feel loved. 
To be fair, the only time my wife and I talked about this was when my family was asking questions, due date, gender, etc. It's not like we were talking about it throughout the day. Am I or we the assholes for having decided to do the pregnancy announcement anyway at the holiday? Lynch. I muted myself. Absolutely not. I don't think so. Um, it's not their fault that she miscarriages. That's not like you know, her brother or whoever the fuck they are to each other kicked her in the stomach. I mean, come on. Jesus. Well, no, I mean, come on. That... Let's talk about this at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Her re... That equals her reaction. Because oh her, reaction... her reaction to that is like, that's delusional. <clears throat> I'm going like, to show you why we don't have wire hangers around here, Susan. Yeah, um, I got to be honest. Um, in the letter, um, she she did include her husband a couple of times. But if you notice, anytime there's a reference of anything, it's not we. It's not us. It's uh, the only our relationship she was referring to is not her and her husband. It's her, that lady specifically, uh, the sister-in-law, and 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 the, the people who are having the baby. Um this is very much the um, the woman who's had the six miscarriages. Um, this is definitely her issue. Um, mm -hmm. If you're just gonna hate, if you're just gonna hate it that anybody else can have a child, and I I understand. I, I'm not gone through it, so I don't understand. I understand that that situation can be difficult. That's what I understand. I don't understand this being in this situation, but. You also can't um, be mad at everybody else for their joyous moment. It sucks for you, but you don't. Isn't that part of just the whole family thing? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, yes, you guys are having a rough time, and we are sorry that you are. But what is everybody in the family not supposed to have kids? They're supposed to hide it. What they're just and all of a sudden there's fucking a five year old, a six year old, and a two year old in your fucking house, and how did that happen? Oh, because right. someone got pregnant. That's how, mm -hmm. bitch. So yeah, I, uh, I, I don't think the guy's an asshole. Um, there could have been a little more discreet ways for him and them to announce it. I mean, they could have just done it personally in cards to individuals. I'm not, but uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. They didn't like blow a whole fucking reveal party. It was t-shirts. We announced it. Uh, happy little moment. And that's it. I think, you know, I, I think I, that was actually a classy wig. It's very subtle. Mm -hmm. Unless you're paying attention to what you what you're you're whoever's wearing, they could have gone all night before. Somebody yeah, said, and they hey, gave the they gave the, from what I read here, they gave the shirts away as gifts, like a little surprise. You open it up, you know what? I got to give, even though he's a murderous asshole, I got to give Chris Watts' wife a lot of credit. And the way he took it was very cool. When she got pregnant the third time, and she wore the shirt that said, "Oops, we did it again," and he's like, "Oh, so cool!" And then he kills them all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, who the dude or who the wife whoever wrote this definitely not the asshole yeah i mean it's um, not like everybody had the shirts on and when those two people showed up and walked through the door they it was everybody was wearing them in surprise yeah they didn't jump out from behind the door did they going, give did, six time loser did, did they did they give the t-shirt to to the to the right <laughs> right right ha -ha, ha ha six time loser sucker um no we did it first try fuck off um <laughs> you know what i mean like that it's not like it went down like that holy um, shit who am i working with <laughs> ha ha 
What up, Mister One Time? One One Time. One Time Club. King of the One Time Club. How many times did it get you to get that shot? Oh, you still one time delivered it all. Wow. Um, no, the sister-in-law is definitely the asshole, not the author. Uh, no, the nerve to some people. You can't be happy unless I'm happy, kind well, of thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm the only one up here to be allowed to be happy, and everybody else has to wallow in their misery and bow to my feet. That's. I mean, that's total narcissist right there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's Very like the dude. So. It's like the dude we all know, and. I'm not gonna. I don't know that I can name one that we all know. I think we've weeded them out of our lives, where they're telling you this fantastic story that happened to them, and no sooner do they finish and go, "Oh yeah, that shit happened to me last week." Here, let me tell you all about. No, it didn't. No, it did no, not. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Oh, yeah. one time, two pump chump. Gotta love it. Uh, Jen, thank you for being here, Jen Sizer. What did you walk in on? Uh, when this when this goes. Oh, completely. it's it's really inappropriate. You're gonna love it. Um, yeah, it's it. We're doing a couple of "Am I the assholes?" at my door. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't understand these people who just you know, unless I'm happy, nobody can be happy. The miserable fucking, you know. Oh, you had a bad day at work. Everybody suffers. No, you had right? a bad day at work. Not me. You know. Oh shit, your car broke down. I feel bad for you, but my car's running. You know. You feel bad for the heavy shit. And and this is a heavy subject, but at the same time, just because, you know, you've gone through this six times, a very unfortunate situation, right. doesn't mean these two can't be happy because they've created a life that is going to bring joy to everybody, except, and I'm going to steal Alan's, uh, uh, Alan, listen to me, Big Al's comment. I'm not going to stop because Mega Karen doesn't know how to be happy for anybody else except Mega right. Karen. Right. I hate the term yeah, Karen, right. but I'm going to steal Al's thunder right there. Thank you, Al. Swig a beer for you. I haven't said that in a year on this show. <laughs> Swig a beer to you, Al. Good Christ. So oh, this one is the one my daughter picked out. This one's for her. Oh, all right. All right. I, I only read the first paragraph, but I already know how you're going to feel. This one was sent in by Love, War, and Cards. This was 13 days ago. Not quite as fresh. But Emma wants to hear what we have to say. <clears throat> and he says, I'm guessing it's a he. What is a man? I was playing solitaire with myself. Okay, stop. The first sentence is already stupid. I was playing solitaire with myself. No well, who shit. else would you fucking be playing it with, dumbass? You don't play solitaire with two people. Then it so me, me and six solitaire. friends were playing solitaire. Individually, yeah, of course. Works. When it's one on one, it's called space. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Go. It's I'm called already, go fish, bitch. What's up? I'm already stroking out. Okay, so I'm gonna take out the with myself because it's redundant. That's like I was, I was masturbating with myself. By myself. Yeah. Well, you can masturbate with someone. You know what? My daughter's watching. Let's not do that. <laughs> Fishing in the dark. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I was playing solitaire at the bus station, waiting to get back on the bus, when a kid, I guess the mate is about five, walked up and asked to play. I remembered seeing her and her mom on the bus, so I figured it was fine. I asked her if she wanted to learn gin rummy, and she said yes. I showed her how to play, and she actually got it after a few explanations and hands. She messed up a couple of times, 
When I think about you, I play solitaire with myself. This is stuff we don't need to know, Big Al. But thank you. She messed up a couple of times on what counts as a spread, and I showed her why that wouldn't work, and she understood. I obviously won the game, and it wasn't a big deal. I showed her how you tally the points and what her score was and said she did a really good job. When she wanted to play again, the mom came over and asked me what my problem was, and I asked her what she meant. She said that it's messed up that I didn't let the kid win. She said that's why kids lose interest in things, because jerks like me use their experience to crush their dreams. I was so confused. I took my cards. I went to sit somewhere else, but multiple people were giving me weird looks. I didn't think it was a big deal to the, to the little girl that she didn't win. You expect me to lose a few times when learning a new game? Was I the asshole to that kid? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. If you're teaching the kid a game and you're being nice about it and you're teaching the kid a game, all right, um, if it's just playing and you know the kid, yeah, but you were teaching the child the game. So to teach a child the game, if you're explaining what's happening as you're playing through the loss, because that's how card games work. And um, um, the helicopter parent didn't get a blue ribbon for participation for her kid. All right. So um, you're teaching the game. That's how it works. You teach them how to lose so they can find and see the ways to win. Mm -hmm. You have to know how to lose in order to win. And the best uh, part is when you teach a kid, whether to play cards or Candyland or whatever, you end up with Emma Burns, no relation, who will cheat at every game to make sure she wins. Well, I mean, there's a there's a saying we use in the kitchen um, um, for to describe sh um, smooth seas makes shitty captains. Yes. Yeah. You got to learn to lose to learn how to win. You got yeah, you got to learn to lose and get beat up a little <sighs> before you can really know how to handle shit. So, yep. I think if you're teaching the game, teaching the lose and why you lost and maybe and where you go next time and where they made the mistake, that's a positive interaction. So, the mom can fuck off all the way off. Yeah, I agree. I I there's I agree. <laughs> That's about all okay. I can say. I didn't let my kids win. I crushed those motherfuckers. Now I. But now yeah. they play games really, really hard and really well. I'm voting I mean, this dude is not the asshole. <clears throat> I'm, yeah, he's not the asshole. No. Um, now my wife no, not at comes all. from a very competitive family. You know, two brothers and a sister, so that you know she's used to that kind of stuff. Um, learning to lose in life at, at sports is setting you up for success later on in life. Yeah, because I'm in the. If I'm, you can't, I'm, I can't tell you the amount of times I've tried something and failed, and didn't succeed. But I'm in the business of raising winners, motherfucker. It, it, well, exactly, yeah. and, and I'm in the business of learning from my mistakes. So, if I fuck up <clears> and let's say I've invested badly, or I took the last of my savings and started a business that failed, it's going to happen. Maybe poor decisions, bad bad timing, but um, no, mm -hmm. not dastle. Okay. No, not at all. I'm almost too much into this. I want to find another Christmas one. Oh, a Christmas asshole. Mm -hmm. I'll try this one. This is um, this one's this one was sent in by Supermarket Fair three three four one yesterday. <clears throat> I like the title. So, oh wow, complete lack of uh... grammar. Well, not just grammar, no punctuation. I know already I'm going to stroke out. Oh, yes. It's a Filipino stripper review. Oh, God. 
That's in a few weeks. I've got a whole lot of One Star Strip Club reviews coming up. Way to ruin the surprise, Herm. It's all right. I am a nurse practitioner, and I am the primary care provider for a lot of low-risk maternity cases at the practice where I work. I also work hand-in-hand with the doctors and midwives to create a healthy maternity, birth, and postpartum situation. My fiancé is completing her residency. We live together and have for a few years now. We aren't in any hurry to get married. We originally had plans to do so a couple of years ago, but then we got really busy for two years. Okay. Okay. Can't take a Saturday off. Dickhead, what the fuck? All right, let's see. It is driving my very religious parents crazy that their youngest son is living in sin. I don't really care. I am an adult, and I'll do what I want. We are getting married this June. So we are visiting my parents for Christmas. The way it came together this year was Mm -hmm. everyone is at my parents' house. So that's my folks, my three siblings, myself, and my fiancé, and the seven grandchildren. So 17 people in total. At dinner... My mom starts going on about how she is so glad that we are finally getting married and she won't be embarrassed at church anymore. And my dad says how proud he is of his three older kids who all either waited to get married before moving in together or got married right away after moving in together. My fiance was getting embarrassed and I too was getting mad over this stupid argument we've had way too many times. Dinner was the last straw. I have asked them repeatedly to just accept that they cannot control how I live my life. God bless this guy. I refuse to stay with them when I visit them, even when I come alone. Hotels Mm -hmm. are easier. So I started talking about a premature baby that I had been reading about. It was almost three months premature and weighed about 1.6 pounds. It was super strong and healthy for being born so little. And in the NICU, they all had high hopes for the baby doing well. My mom and dad both got deer in the headlights look on their faces. Too bad. Shouldn't have fucked around with my fiance's feelings. So I asked about my oldest brother. He was born almost four months premature. Is there a chance that we could all check out the family album where we keep all of the records and family birth and stuff? I already know my brother was over nine pounds and almost 23 inches long when he was born. Wait a minute. He just said he was premature. What the fuck? What? Who is she giving birth to? Andre the fucking giant? Mm. Anyway, my, my grandmother told me all about this the first time my parents tried to shame me. The subject gets changed very fast, and after dinner, my parents told me that I should not try to embarrass them with private things that are not my concern. I told them that if I had heard anything about my living arrangements ever again for the rest of my life, I would make sure to keep bringing up the fact in capital letters that my mom was in her second trimester when they got married. Ooh, there it is. My parents are mad at me for oh, telling them. Oh, that's how, how they explain that the, he was born premature. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. And we uh, lost we, Lynch. We lost Lynch. My parents are mad at me for telling them how to behave in their own home, but my fiance is happy and they seem to have gotten off the subject for good. Am I the asshole? Nope. No. Nope. 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 Because if you want to start throwing that shit around, then let's start throwing some shit around. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to dig me for living life in a way that you don't agree with, guess yeah, what? I mean, it's not for you to say. So That's obviously you guys got ultra-religious ultra after the sin. Oh, it sounds like it, yeah. So after living in sin, you guys got religious. Okay, just clear. Just so we're clear. Yep. 
Honey, after write the, that down. After, after. the loaf and after so, the loaf and fish dinner, somebody got a loaf and somebody got a fish. And so what I'm saying, babe. So we got a while because I, I I figure I can knock you up, and I don't need to do anything until like we're three four months pregnant. You know. Let me see. The wedding's in June. <laughs> You're due in September. We got this. We're good. We we're good. People, we're good. It's all right. We just tell people, people that he, the baby was 18 and a half months premature. Yeah. <laughs> tell them it's your winter weight. You just haven't taken it off yet. Look, it's Lynch. Oh, it's Lynch. Yeah, what the hell happened? I, I don't know guys. either. You are the asshole. Da -da. Well, so what do you think, Lynch? Is the is this guy the asshole? I didn't hear the rest of it. <laughs> Basically, he outed the fact that his mom was six months pregnant when mom and dad got married, but they like to tell him how to live his fucking life. Because they're ultra-religious now. So so he was like, look, uh -oh. so he uh -oh. brought up the fact that... Yeah so, we, yeah, so we brought up the fact that their first baby was born out of wedlock, and the parents got all hot about it, and he basically said, look, next time you bring shit up about my living situation, we're going to talk about that situation. So, you know. So I don't think the guy's an asshole. I mean, you use what you can to make your moves. Well, yeah, he, he is an asshole for doing what he, saying what he said, but he's not the asshole in the situation. Right, you're going to force me to be an asshole no, in order to control yeah. and handle this situation. I'm going to yeah. look like the asshole, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I'll take that hit. Fuck it, it's worth it because don't don't preach don't preach when you've already sinned. Right. You know, don't preach me to me that I'm sinning right now when you've you've committed that. You're supposed to, you are supposed to as that type of person to um, forgive and move forward and, and learn from your mistakes. <laughs> Not very forgiving. Right. All right. I'm having too much fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. I got another. Am I the asshole? Oh, all right. But since Lynch got booted, wasn't that supposed to be yours, Lynch? I think it was. So let's. This one's Lynch's now. We'll give him this one. Okay. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna like this one. I like the headline. This one comes from Mila Throwaway Thirty Seven. This was a couple days ago. Oh wait, here comes Jen. He asked nicely a bunch of times for them not to talk about it about his life. It only it's only when the gloves came off that they took him for real. Okay, good call, Jen. Yeah, very good call. That's, yep. that's about right. Yep. Can't take the heat. Get out of mom's kitchen. <laughs> okay, so this one comes from Mila Throwaway 37. This was last month. My mother-in-law moved in with us a month ago. I began to notice stuff in my bedroom being touched, furniture rearranged, stuff moved around, etc. I felt like I was going crazy because my husband is the only one who has access to the bedroom, and he doesn't usually touch nor come near my particular things. I figured it must be his mom walking in and snooping into my personal things. I told my husband, and he said his mom would never do that. I had a huge hunch about it, but I didn't want to install a camera in the bedroom to catch her in the act. So I got me one of those fake positive pregnancy tests you can get at Spencer's and threw it in the bedroom trash can. Note, the trash can was placed near the corner of the closet. Literally, the next day after I got to work, I got tons of calls and texts from my in-laws congratulating me for my pregnancy. My husband came over to my workplace, and he was hot and asked to why I didn't tell him. I asked how he found out about it, and he said his mom found the positive test in the trash can in the bedroom. I said, does this answer your question that she's been snooping around in our bedroom all along? He had a 
realization moment, but demanded that we stick to the bigger issue. I said there is no bigger issue because the positive test was fake, and this whole thing was done to expose my mother-in-law's snooping. He was convinced that he had... He had me. He was not convinced, and he made me take an actual pregnancy test in front of him. And he was livid, asking how I could lie about such a thing and break his mom's heart, since I know very well she longs for grandchildren. I got a lot of shit because of this from him. His mom and his family are now calling me a liar and a manipulator. Important note. Nothing gets taken or goes missing, just to be clear, just shuffled around and snooped through. Lynch, is she the asshole? No. No. If she she answered her own question by planting the seed, you know, and caught her snooping around. Stay the fuck out of my shit. I mean, if you're going to be that petty, I mean, that, that's just gross. Creepy, like that's why I went like this during while you're telling that story. She's like in there sniffing her undies or something. The fuck out of here! This is my space. Who the fuck are you people? Um, yeah, but but, what the fuck? But yeah, I mean, uh, I I can agree with that. The mother is obviously snooping and looking around. Um, so you know, it was a it was a, a way to expose. Um. Yeah, I mean, you can deal with the fallout with your husband. There isn't really no issue. Nobody's pregnant. It was, it was, it was literally just to prove my point. So I don't know. I don't really think you're an asshole. I think it was ingenious. So do I. I agree with Herm. That was perhaps the best thing that this young lady could have done. And Jen, Jen, I'm right there with you. The mother-in-law shouldn't be rummaging through someone else's personal shit. Um, I just don't, I just don't deal with it. I'm not happy with it. If you sneak through my shit, I'm going to be angry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not a child. When, you know, when you're a kid, your parents rummage through your shit, but guess what? They own the house, the dresser, all the clothes inside of it. You yeah, just I mean, wear them. I mean, legally you're just, you're not even a, a, a tenant with tenants rights. You don't pay any rent. You're nothing more than legally a licensee. You're somebody who's allowed to live there and stay there because the owner says you can. You have no rights to invite or bar anybody to or from the residence or the property. You know, it's straight up. You're a licensee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jen says she'll say it again. The first mistake was letting the mother-in-law move in in the first place. Uh, mm, yeah. uh, I, 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 I'm going to say a lot of that depends on situation and who's who your situation is. You've got to know what you're getting into or who you think you're getting into. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know what you're dealing with, so... But yeah, I mean th- that that situation can can either uh, make it end. He's gone again. What in the hell, Lynch? I don't know. But that situation can make either you know make it easier or difficult, depending on who's coming in and the the uh, the personalities that are be coming into the mix. Yeah, this one's fresh. Ooh, this is so fresh. This is four hours old. Four and a half minutes. Whoa! <laughs> four and a half minutes. My four hours. Oh, this person did this at two thirty this afternoon. I cannot wait. Welcome back, Yeezy Claus. All right, two thirty this afternoon. What happened? All right, this one goes to Herm. My oh, we've boyf- got bots. 
<clears throat> oh, yes. Private dating chat girls. Can you ban them from the show? Yep. Blocking users. Wow. You know you're important when you get bots. When the bots start coming in. That advertising. Means there's en- that means there's girls. enough people paying fucking attention for the bots. There are yep. chicks in your area ready to get naked just for you. Call yep, me now. She's in the other room. Um, <laughs> Not in the cards, man. She's in the other room. Done. You know somebody named Stacy? That's why your man don't come home at night. Oh. Okay. All right, Herm, are you ready? I'm ready. My boyfriend and I, boyfriend is 24, I am 26, have been together for four years. About two weeks into us dating, I bought myself a PS4 because I was bored and I also felt left out because everyone was on Twitter and they were talking about playing the new Spider-Man game. However, my boyfriend ended up being the only one who actually used it. I pretty much only use it to watch Netflix or Hulu in the living room. We have an Apple TV in the bedroom. Despite him using it a lot, I still thought of it as mine, considering I bought it for myself originally. Anyway, I got him a PS5 for Christmas this year. I plan on selling the PS4 since we don't really need it anymore, and most of the games he plays are also available on PS5. Yep, they're retro. I asked him if I would be able to use the PS5 for Netflix and so on, and he said, yes, of course. I told him how I was planning on selling the PS4 and then asked me how we were planning on splitting the money. I told him I didn't plan on splitting it since it was technically mine. He's telling me it's unfair since he used it more and then I have to, therefore, in its practicality, be able to split the money. The thing is, I wouldn't expect the money if he decided to sell the PS5 despite using it since it's his So I don't think I'm wrong for wanting to keep the money for myself. At the end of the day, I bought the PS4 for myself very early in our relationship. At the same time, it did become a shared appliance for the past four years. So maybe he feels... What? Oh, it just glitched. Maybe he feels some sort of ownership toward it. What do you guys think? Am I the asshole? Nope. You're not. Nope. That shit's yours. Hmm. There's there's no marriage, there's no common property, nothing. It's it's uh <laughs> Can you put Jen's comment up? I can, I can, I can, <laughs> right there. Uh, but right. um I yeah. like that. And uh, but nice, no, nice uh, I mean you she bought it just cuz somebody uses it more. Um that that just cuz the amount of I use something doesn't make grant me ownership. Uh, I know people. I've known people. My wife's got a car. If I drive it more, it doesn't legally make (laughs) it my car. It's still her car. I just drive it more. Right. How are we going to split my half? That's fucked up. Um, Oh, here's how we're going to split it. I'm going to keep it, and you're going to get none. Mm -hmm. (laughs) PS5, because she bought it for him as a gift, Mm -hmm. I I can see that he would, it would infer that it is his to keep. If Some bitches don't up. feel that way. They'll um, take gifts somebody else bought you the, and gifts the that PS, they bought you. The PS4 was pre-existing. Right. Yes. Well, the PS5 is a gift. That's a completely different set yeah. of legal rules. So, the PS4 mm-hmm. was a purchase she made, and well, he was, his. again, a licensee to use it. Yep. You know what? We just need to get Ben Sizer on the show one time so we can hear shit like this. Maybe he'll use the vibrator more, too. It's half mine. It's been in my butt. That's right. It's mine. It was in my butt first. <laughs> you only use it for your neck. 
<laughs> right? Right? I put but it in three it. holes. Let's go. <laughs> my butt, my mouth, and my nose. Let's three do holes. It's mine. Oh. It's I a vibrator. It, it's I licked it. It's mine. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus. Oh. It's like going to Goodwill looking for a used vibrator. Oh, my God. Well, since we want to go down the used vibrator gimmick, I'm going to give this one to Lynch. Oh, this one's going to be a touchy subject, but it's the <laughs> freshest one I found. This was two hours ago. Oh. So this is as fresh as they get. Lynch, are you ready? Or ready. Okay. This is clearly from Canada because okay. I read a little bit into it. Oh, tell us all about it. This yeah. comes from Neat Cardiologist 442 two hours ago. It starts. This is going to be I the admit, most polite am I the asshole letter in history. Yeah, Probably. I admit that I'm still grieving and may not be thinking clearly. My dad was a great dad to me, but not to my sister. He cheated on her mom with mine and got pregnant with me maybe a year later. We moved to another city and he didn't have much contact with her after that. I saw her a handful of times as a child, but moved near her for university and began having a proper relationship with her then. I moved back, but still see her about twice a year. Our dad had not seen her in about a decade when he passed. So when he did pass this summer, his house, which my mom co-owned, and its contents were left to me and the money, savings, and insurance were split 50-50 between the two of us. The first payment was received earlier this month. I have absolutely zero issue with this arrangement, but she did not even attend the funeral. She did not offer to help me with the administrative stuff. I did it all on my own. On the day of the funeral, she tagged herself and a bunch of friends at a restaurant. <coughs> I get that my dad let her down. He routinely bailed on plans, <coughs> forgot birthdays, etc., but it doesn't sit right with me that she took his money but didn't even show up to his funeral. I met her for lunch on Boxing Day, told you, very Canadian, and told her my feelings that I thought it was disrespectful for her to take the cash but not offer to help me with any of the arrangements or show up to the funeral. I was not angry. I did not raise my voice. She did cry but left rather abruptly. That night, she sent me a bunch of text messages calling me unbelievably rude and that I'm the asshole for making her feel bad and being mad at her for taking what she is owed. I really didn't think I was being rude, but perhaps I'm too close to the situation. Lynch! Is she the asshole? I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. Um, I I understand that she was probably treated poorly by the father growing up. Not you know it wasn't the favorite. Well, and and you know what she felt owed something. I can kind of understand that part, but to take the money and not even show up for a funeral that that is very disrespectful. In my in my honest opinion, that's very disrespectful. Well, you could also say that being a shitty parent is being pretty disrespectful too. Can't exactly. just, I'm, no, yeah. I'm not yeah. just um, let's throw it out there. Absolutely. Um uh as somebody who's what going up, Jordan, got to say hi to Jordan. What's up? As somebody who's going through that process, um I've got to ask uh there was a will and stuff was divvied out, so who was in charge of being the personal representative for um the dad if right. that that person that wrote the story was placed in charge. Um, there's really not much anybody else can do. Uh, I am the personal representative for my father. Nobody can do anything without 
my signature or me. Nobody can do it. It can only go through me. Right. I'm the only one licensed by the court to handle all of it. So it really doesn't matter what right. anybody else wants or wants to help do. I'm the only one that can get it done. So uh, there is a little bit of information <clears throat> there um, that, that I personally, to make a better, a, a better educated decision, I'm going to need. But um, yeah, I mean, everybody handles grief their own way. Uh, when people die, money makes people do weird things. Oh yeah, it um, does. yes, it and does. become weird people. But you've got to take a lot of everything into that situation. I think, given uh, how uh, uh, relationships were <clears throat> as a child and parental relationships, and uh, I mean, to the person yeah. who wrote the story, look, you got the house, you got half the other the the money of the other property. Right. Um, just take what you got and you do your thing and you do your thing with it and, yeah. <clears throat> and remember or cry and feel whatever you need to feel and just take your money and do what you got to do. Right. Stop and worrying about it, what everybody else is doing. <coughs> That's it. Live your life. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts to, to that situation. Like you had said, and you know what, just, just fuck it. Just move along. It's not worth worrying about. Yeah. It's put just her, a, lot of, in the rear view. A, lo a lot of worry on that <laughs> shit, but you yeah. know, the parents obviously laid out what they want. Uh, that's the way it goes down. That's the paperwork and that's how it goes down. So you can be, nobody needs to be, if anybody wants to be mad, you can be mad at a parent, but you know, that you, you got, you, you got plenty, you weren't left out. So don't worry right. about what somebody else got. They can take their money and run uh, right. that, 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 if they want to. Yeah. Straight up. Agreed. Unless there's somebody crawling out of the woodwork. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like that no, I got some of the house. I got the house and we split the rest of the money. Now, look, if the if the sister who didn't get a lot and didn't get much from the father growing up is happy with taking that sum and that's it, well that's on her and she's that's okay for her too. You know? Right. She doesn't have to not everybody is as happy and wants to remember the best or you know, some people got get fucked over. And when people die, that's they, you know, they still got fucked over. Agreed. I couldn't agree with you guys more. Um, no, the person writing this is not the asshole. Um, the sister is a bit of an asshole, but nah. Uh, you know who's the asshole really in this situation? Dad. The dad. Dad was the, the dad asshole. was the asshole. The dad created and the the asshole situation with the parent, the being the parent he was. Um, thank you, Jordan, for your compliment. You can get these at PatriotCrew.com. You can get your Wokeness Breeds Weakness hoodie. The, they were on sale last month, $34.99. They're probably back up to regular price, $46.99. Uh, too bad you missed the sale, but I did not. Who knows? It's right after Christmas. They could be trying to give the fucking things Ooh, away. You know what? I might go get me another one in red. Speaking of which, um, am I the asshole? I have a 14-year-old daughter who refuses to bring me a beer when I ask. So I decided to test these waters to see if she's still watching the show. All right. I, I'm going to ask her to bring me a beer, see what the delay is. And if she actually comes down the stairs, then yes, I am the asshole. Oh. If she does not come down the stairs, she is the asshole. And we just move forward. Oh. But I have another one. I have to read this one because of the headline. Who's who's the first one that's going to get this? Is it Herm? I don't know. Who is it? Who, who is it? Was it me? Is it me this time? Yeah, it's you next. All right. Okay. 
Herm, I apologize ahead of time and be with the starving pygmies in New Guinea. Amen. Oh my God, are you ready? Yes. I have a feeling who's the, who you're. I have a feeling I know who the asshole is going to be, but I haven't read all the way through. I read the headline only. This comes from Interesting Rice 340. This was 11 hours ago. What up, my Asian friend? <laughs> my girlfriend is 22. I am 25. And we have been together now for almost six months. I only Ooh. see two people on, so I'm guessing she checked out. Oh, I will murder her. Um, either one of you got Emma's text message number? No, no. I still see three, though. Okay. She might have something different. My daughter's the asshole. Where was I? My, my girlfriend, 22, and I, 25, have been together for almost six months now. As she lives across the country from her parents and couldn't do the travel this year, she was invited to come to my family's Christmas instead. She has met my parents, but it was her first time meeting most of my extended family. Nice job, Jen. I hope those tire marks go right across her forehead. Jen threw Emma right under the bus. A couple of days before Christmas, we woke up to find her pet hamster had died in the middle of the night. She was really upset about it. It was a year old. Shut up, Herm. Which I think... Shut up, Herm. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to try it the old school way. Emma, grab your dad a beer. Please. We woke up Christmas morning. <laughs> your dad got a hold hamster. of your hamster again. The fuck? Your, your dad got a hold in, of your hamster. He was wrapped in electrical tape. Christopher. And greased up with fucking Vaseline. Can I finish this story? Certainly. Excellent. I'm Go. already feeling I'm already feeling heartbreak for oh, this young lady. Nice. Not really. All right. Pain. So back to the dead hamster. A couple of days yeah. before Chris before a couple of days before Christmas, we woke up to find her pet hamster had died in the night. Which she was really upset. Herm Seriously. Yes I did. I yelled to you. How much? Okay, fine. That's Emma Burns. No relation. Um, can you still grab a beer? Okay, cool. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this one last time in English. Herm, deep breath. In through nose. Out through mouth. Allow the story to breathe. Okay. A couple of days before Christmas, we woke up to find her pet hamster had died in the night. I love it. Thank you, Herm. She was really upset about it. It was only a year old, which I think is a pretty normal life for a hamster. Thank you, Emma Burns. No relation. And Jen, she did her job. Thank you. Where was I? She cried and didn't feel like doing anything for the whole day, which was fine. We even had a little funeral for it and buried it in our backyard. Okay. Look, losing a pet is terrible. I know this. I know being someone who is tasked to help a friend who lost a pet is terrible. It, it eats at your heart for weeks. However, comma. Yeah, but does. like Grace didn't fit in a Tupperware container either. <laughs> right. Right. No, a, she fit in the back of the SUV. Big fucking Tupperware container. <laughs> like it, you it, needed it, a whole motherfucking car to move her. You, you couldn't. You couldn't handle it with a fucking. Uh, it a take two a, of us to lift her. With a, that's what I'm saying. You couldn't handle this that episode with you know an empty deli meat container. Done. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. You know what? I'd love to try this on the Speedway review with racing stories, but. <laughs> 
Race fans aren't this stupid. All right, so here we go. They bury it in the backyard. Come Christmas morning, my girlfriend is still sad and doesn't want to wake up and have breakfast together or open presents. Okay. She said she couldn't enjoy it as she bought presents for her hamster, and it was making it too sad. Okay, now I'm doing the Herm thing. I got to bring it in because I'm reading this. I told her I could take her to the store, and she could pick out a new hamster as a present to cheer her up. She got extremely upset at this suggestion and started bawling, telling me I was heartless. It wasn't something that she could just replace. Yeah, it is. It's a hamster. You just go down and buy a new one. You just it's those are disposable pets. They're like turtles. They either make soup or they die three days after you buy them. Done. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard not to. I'm trying so hard not to laugh right you now. You can't just replace it. <clears throat> uh-huh. There's like a fucking tank with 30 it. of them right here. They're like $7 a piece. What the fuck are you talking about? You only get attached to them after you pull them out of the thing. That's, it's like, that's it's, right. It's not right, like you look right, and pick right. them out and go, Fluffy! No. Fuck. I All like right. Um, the I, st- <laughs> I started to get pissed off because at this point, it had been two full days of this, and it felt a little bit of a performance. I left her alone, so she... And I could cool off. Okay, Jen, can you bring up Jen's comment? Can you imagine when she loses a person close to her? This girl's got, exactly. She's going to have to be Whoa. admitted. This girl's going to have therapy five days a week to the tune of fifty bucks a session, and at the end, she's still not going to be able to say a letter in his name. Oh, oh! Yeah, that, that's oh. yeah. She she's doomed. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, you're fucked. Um, first of all, I'm going to say it. It's, we're not even close to the end yet. Already, I think this bitch is an asshole. But that's not who's telling the story. And right, the, women, right. like, women like this are the reason men drink. That's it. At about 1 p.m., I went back to check on her, and she was just laying in bed on her phone. I told her she needed to start getting ready as we had to leave the house by 2 to get to Christmas dinner. I saw she was watching Hamster TikToks, and I told her this was only making her more upset, and she needed to get up right now or she was going to make us late and embarrass us. Herm, Herm, stay with us. Come on, kid. Come on, buddy. I'm here. I'm here. I had to mute myself. I was laughing so loud. (laughs) Oh, my God. Emma, I hope you enjoy this. This was all for you, kid. Oh, God. All right, she's going to make us late dinner embarrass stuff. She started shouting at me and said she wasn't coming to Christmas, that I shouldn't expect her to come when her pet had just died, that I was just being emotionally unable, and I said my whole family was expecting to meet her. They'd bought gifts for her. She said they'd all understand, and she was just too upset to deal with everything. No. She claimed no, she would make understand. a bad impression. Herm? It's a, it's a hamster. Herm? Unless, okay, I'm um, Guys, if you're new to the show, Herm Herm just changes the rules whenever he fucking feels like it. Even okay, time out. We're listening to the Am I the Asshole in the car last night, me and Emma, and she's listened to a couple of the shows, but right in the middle, I'm reading Am I the Asshole and Herm, you chime in, and I hear my daughter go, Herm's breaking the rules again. And no sooner does that come out of her mouth on the on the podcast, Herm, you remember the rules? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> she Herm's claims breaking the rules a... again. He does this shit a lot. <laughs> it's, a it's, lot. His it's, it's his gimmick. It's his gimmick. Leave it it's alone. His, it's his thing. Let it go. 
She claimed she would make a bad impression if she came because she was too distraught and miserable. I told her she was being utterly ridiculous. I said, I know she said <clears throat> my family aren't going to take a hamster dying as a serious reason to miss the biggest holiday of the year. I said she needed to get ready and there would be no further discussion. God, I love this dude. She ended up coming, but we were late. I thought everything went fine. Afterwards, my mother sent me a message saying my girlfriend didn't seem herself and asking if everything was all right. My girlfriend saw the message and lost it at me again, saying this was exactly what she was worried about, and now my whole family would hate her. I really am at a loss for what to do at this point. It's been a couple of days now, and the fight is not resolved. I really don't think I was in the wrong, but she is extremely hurt and says that I'm being, quote, a psychopath. Am I the asshole? <laughs> I can hear the steam coming out of Herm's head right fucking now. Jordan, you're right. All of us, none of us can believe this shit. Tell your friends, by the way, and uh, junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com if you have show ideas. Or no. if you find an Am I the Asshole you'd like us to read. I don't. I don't think he's an asshole. I, I, uh, I, I don't think he's an asshole at all. I think she's a little over the top. Um, I understand losing a pet. I lost a hamster. I lost a hamster. It happened before dinner. We set it out on the porch. We ate dinner. After dinner, I put it in a bag and buried it in the sandbox. Uh, the next day, I was playing G.I. Joe's on top of the fucking thing. Um... I don't know. Uh, it's 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 a hamster. Um, you know, they're only a couple of years they live anyway. It's not like you know, forever. Um, it, but it it was two days before Christmas, and I, I think, uh, you know, you you might have to pull your boots up and you know, go to Christmas dinner, even though you're your hamster. You're so distraught. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you might have to put your your big girl thong on. And, it's and not like grandma got run over by a reindeer. A reindeer your fucking it's, hamster died. Your hamster died. Natural causes lived a full life. Let's move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he had a lot of water. He had a lot of, like, seeds in his cup. He was 72 was plenty, in hamster it was years. Plenty, plenty, it was plenty of, plenty of room for him to poop and run around. Um, he I loved it when he dipped life. his head into the sawdust and flipped it and flipped right? it. Right, you know, like um, you, you, he lived a good life all two years of it. Just let it go. It's Christmas time, honey. We've got I, shit to I, do. All I have is some advice for the dude. Run, yeah, yeah. Leave now, bro. Screaming, yeah, get into the, the fuck night. out while you can. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's yep. like, I don't know. I, like me having a Viking funeral for my fish that died. Yeah. <laughs> I was busted up solid when <laughs> Dick Fish died. And then losing Bruce? Come oh, on. I know. I know. It's too we much. played taps and everything. Too much in, two, in one year. We too did. much loss. Dude, no. <clears throat> don't sit there in your chair with your backlight and your black Barbara Walters background and talk about too much loss when my man Big Herm is sitting right there with a semi-smile on his face, even though my dude should be I'm in therapy right now. I'm, I'm functioning, and I'm getting yes, through are. it. I'm getting through <laughs> it. And I'm not going to lie. Money, 
Money helps a lot. I'm not going to lie, but um, yeah, spe- <laughs> speaking of which, you got any more sock drawers over and, there? And, and, and a, a, a fat inheritance oh, a makes it a lot easier to deal with, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, still, I mean, two, two, two parents in three months, my dog, uh, just, yeah, like a really crappy last section of the year, but you and know, now, and now, I uh, still uh, put a fucking tree up and put the lights out on the porch. So. I understand what Lynch is saying and I understand what Herman's saying, but this woman but this needs to really get the fuck over herself. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's a hamster. Yep, That's it's a hamster. Uh, that's why I told the dude to run. That's way too much. Technically, for me, I mean, right? technically, if you want to get technical, her her pet is just food for my pet. Basically, exactly. how exactly. is my man? Was oh, he's Vendejo, right? He's good. He's good. He's good. He is in blue right now. So uh, Ooh, I nice. fed him today, and he's a king snake. So he's fucking garbage disposal. It doesn't really matter. A lot of snakes yeah. when they go into blue, like don't do it. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm eating." Um, <laughs> he's like, "Fuck it, I'm eating." I'm blind and I can't see because like uh, his, his scales are all. Uh, his skin is all dull and uh, yeah. his eyes are all blued over. So that'll be a day or two. And then in about a That's week, he'll looking. shed. But yeah, he don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm blind, but I can smell it. I'll take it. Uh, so he ate today in oh. blue. So, but yeah, he'll be shedding in about a week or so. See, even Laprote, that's my nickname for Jen Sizer. She lost a pet. She was at work the next freaking day. I don't know. Man. I've had family member members pass. And I'm at work the next day because for me, I'm a sick human being. Work is like the place where life doesn't exist. You go to work. My mom died on a Tuesday and I went to work that night. Yeah. Yeah. I went to work that night and they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, dude, if I do not run the smoker, if I do not do Do something, something. I'm going to fucking lose my shit. So I'm going to sit here and run a fire and put a thousand pounds of meat through this fucking thing, and I need church tonight. And there yeah. it is. There you I, go. Sometimes that's that's just the the perfect escape. They were like, yeah. "Why get are there. you even fucking here?" And I'm like, "Because well, I have uh, to." Be. You get there, all your your shit. All I've heard is shit and shit and shit. He's clipping out on us again. He froze. Look at that face, though. He's looking all smooth. Look at that. That's like smoothest McGee. Like Ted Kaczynski is about to tell us. Oh, he's moving. Are. Oh, yeah, he's back with his antifreeze bottle. Nice. Um, Herm will tell you this. Uh, I lost <clears throat> my grandfather on November 14th, 1993. I was done. I was I was just gone. That was, that was my hero. That was the main man. And I had tickets a week later, Thanksgiving night. To go see the Survivor Series WWE pay per view in Boston, and I told the boys, I said, uh, "Nope, I'm not going." You know, sell my ticket. They're like, "Oh, Chris, is there anything we can do to talk you into this?" I'm like, "No, there really isn't." Somebody got the bright idea to call my grandmother, and my grandmother pulled me aside and she goes, "Chris, if you don't go and have a good time, your grandfather would not be happy. He he loves the way you love life." He loves, you know, the fact that you have interests that, you know, make you happy and you and you gather with your friends and whatnot. And I ended up going to the show and I had a good time. But on the way to the show, mind on granddad, the bell rings. I'm all about the fake violence. Show gets over two hour ride back thinking about my granddad. But my friends and my grandmother were completely right. Do what makes you happy. 
because that's what I would want for you. And they were entirely, entirely correct. Um, Jen, uh, Jen's <laughs> question, where do you run meat through a smoker? She's down for some good cue. Uh, for right now, it's it's in the backyard, but I was the, uh, the pit master and sous chef at uh, Noble and Mystic um, when we were winning awards. But yeah. And now they're the award-winning restaurant. And then I left, and, 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 and now they're award. the former award-winning restaurant because I'm not there, and it's not a lie. Yeah, um, getting text messages at 3 in the morning. How did you Yeah, for this? real. From the owner, how do you cook that shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, well, look. Um, Pop died Thursday night. Yeah. Pop died Thursday night, and we had the fucking roaster Saturday. You know what? I, I, I don't know if I told you this story. I have to before I get into it. Two more. I'm going to let Lynch pick column A or column B. But okay. um, I didn't know how widely and publicly known Herm had made the announcement that Pop had passed away. Um, your dad was one of the – I've always told you this, and I told him this every time I saw him. You're one of the coolest human beings was the in the history of, of me. I've ever. never met someone as cool as him. Except possibly Gene Simmons, but yeah. even yeah. even Pop goes above Gene Simmons. That was fucking awesome. And of course, Derek the Undertaker shows up and yada yada. And he knew Dad was in failing health. And I, from what I hear, he asked Herm, "So how's your dad?" And he goes, "He, did. Yeah, he passed on Thursday." He did. He did. He, he didn't know. And I, my man came right over to me, grabbed me by the shirt, not rudely, but he just kind of did a little shake. Goes, "Why didn't you tell me?" Herm's dad passed away. I'm like, because technically it's not my job. I, was, I didn't I, know I, if I was he af- told you. I was afraid that if I blew it out there, that nobody was going to want to show up. And I just... The, the, it, it would just put a gray cloud over it. <laughs> yeah, and then there was a few people that kind of knew. And they were like... You know, and I was like, yo, it's still on. Like, there's fucking $600 worth of meat in my fucking house. Plus all the other food, like this thing's going down. I'm going to need everybody here at the fucking house. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it was another, uh, I went to church. I packed the smoker with pork and burn ends and briskets and all sorts of shit. And I cooked for 48 hours straight. It's really There is what nothing, guys. And I will tell you this, uh, Lynch knows, Herm knows, and none of you know this. There is nothing, nothing like waking up on Sunday morning feeling like you cannot move because you ate three times your body weight of Herm's cooking at the roaster. It is that freaking good. Uh, Jen has a smoker. She knows how to smoke a killer prime rib. So, Jen, if you ever need tips as a loyal listener, because we've seen you on here a couple times, I know who you are. I love you to death. Um, Maybe I'll put you in touch with Herm, and he can give you a recipe or two. Not the secret ones. Tips tips and tricks. There you go. Tips Tips for tips. Tips and tricks. Which is coming Jen, up in a couple Jen, weeks. Jen was saying it the other day. Jen wants to um, videotape me when I'm doing shit with the smoker and start putting out, like, like just technique videos. Well, here's the thing. And I'm going to say this, not just for you, but for the audience you hope to gather. Keep your fucking shirt on, George the Animal Steel. Good Christ. If you've ever seen Herm without a shirt on, it looks like he's wearing a sweater. It's a nice sweater. It's thick and full it's if you like white and black sure it it keeps you warm it's two of my favorite colors like a natural biggie sweater it just it's there it is it's (laughs) it's a hug oh my god all right so we got about 
20, 25, 30 minutes left. Yeah, we, we got about, go 20, long. about 20 minutes yeah, yeah, or so. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, yeah. So much like let's make a deal. Lynch, this one goes to you. Would you like door number one or would you like door number two? I'll take number two. Door number two. Here we go. Dose. This one is from Bumblebee Farming. He's bilingual. Wait, didn't you try to harvest bees at one point, Lynch? Yeah, yeah. We, we have. We have. <clears throat> All right. So here we go. This one comes from your kindred spirit, Bumblebee Farming. This is 21 hours ago. For the last couple of years, I've avoided spending Christmas with my family because I have a bad relationship with my brother and my parents Ooh. defend him when he says some pretty awful things. And we've had small Christmases because of the pandemic. But this year, we're all going to my grandparents' place and there would be lots of family there. So I thought it would be easier to just avoid my brother, blend in, and there would be more people who might be annoyed at my brother, if he decided to be a jerk. Oh, uh, this motherfucker's a not to interrupt, but this motherfucker's a rookie. If you know that that's the way the family is, you know that going to fucking to Christmas dinner that the person that annoys the shit out of you is going to annoy the shit out of you. That's what they do. This is a rookie maneuver. Yep. So this I'm, is, I'm listening. This is, Keep going. This is where you go in, and I'm going to pull a herm now. He has unreal expectations. I'm going to go in Judas Priest style, all guns blazing. All right. But just like every time, my brother decided to get drunk and make fun of me for my weight. He has this joke where he pulls food away from me at dinner when I'm about to take some. And he says, I don't need it because I'm fat. Or he stab says, it. I should stab his hand with the motherfucking fork. That'll slow his ass down. <laughs> Somebody tried that with me. He got a scar now. I know a guy without an arm because he tried to take food off. That's what I'm plate. saying. I just said, fuck it and ate the arm. How is Rick Allen, by the way? <laughs> anyway, anytime I can make a Def Leppard joke, it's all good by me. Always Def Leppard. Oh, okay. So, or or he'll tell me I should go take a take a lap around the house to earn my food. He did it multiple times, and every time I told him he needed to stop acting like a jerk, like always, my parents just ignored him. But so did everyone else except my uncle, who laughed at me with my brother. I told my uncle to stop laughing because it just encourages him to do more, but he didn't. I ended up leaving halfway through dinner, and I took all the presents that I had brought with me. I didn't make a fuss. Oh, he's I just taking picked his up, ball and going home. I just picked up my bags and left because we hadn't done presents yet, and they were all still together in the bags that I had brought. Later, multiple family members told me I was being childish and trying to ruin Christmas for everyone by walking out and taking the presents. They said I brought the whole mood down for the rest of the night, and everyone had a bad time because of me. Even though a few of them agreed my brother was being a jerk, they said they didn't do anything wrong, and I punished them for no reason. Kinda. I think that sitting around and not saying anything when he was making fun of me and my weight was wrong, and I feel like even if they weren't willing to say it, they didn't say a single thing against him or stand up for me, and they don't deserve to get a gift from me. Also, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to say I ruined Christmas just because I quietly walked out and because they all got one or two less presents than they would have originally. Lynch, is she the asshole? Yes. Yeah, kind of. 
Yeah. Look, I mean, man, as a fat person, it, it, if you're going to be, if you, you got to have a thick skin. <laughs> I'm a fat person, all right? I'm not overweight because that would imply that there's some specific perfect weight I'm supposed to be. I'm just fat. I like food. Fuck weight. you. Look, it's, uh, yeah, for real. Like, I like butter, heavy cream, and bacon fat. You can go fuck yourselves. He drinks um, it every morning. But if you're going to, you got to have a thicker skin, man. Come on, where are the comebacks? Apparently, yeah, they it, didn't raise you right. You got raised real sensitive. Right? Yeah. It, it, you stick up for yourself then. Say something, do something. Divert him off his fucking being an asshole. That, that's, how, that's how you get people to stop doing shit. You Stab that him. nigga with a fork. I'm telling you. Exactly. You you surprise him and he'd be like, oh, well, maybe maybe I shouldn't say that. For real, Tim Evans, if you ever watched, if you're watching this, tell him what happened when I threatened to stab you and you can do it again. And you just tell him about it when I stabbed you. Just tell him. That's all. If you ever see him, tell him. I remember years ago, Herman lost some weight. Then he found it again. Yeah. And I see. Hey, Aldo. Yeah, I used the I I did use the um I did use the Andrew Dice Clay bit. Hey, Herm, looking good. What is it? Cake all morning, cookies all day. What did you walk by an ice cream parlor? Yes, I did. It was delicious, bitch. But you know what? And and to be fair, Herm has dropped a butt ton of LBs in the last year or two and looks better than I've ever seen him, which implies that he looked good at some point during his life. So, uh, Jen, Jen's comment, Christmas isn't about the gifts. She says no. If she isn't being respected, she should remove them from her life. Thank God for Jen Sizer. That's all I'm going to say. Go Bucks. Don't forget, Saturday night, check in with me, everybody, after uh, Georgia, Ohio State, to make sure I'm still alive because they are going to get their asses whooped. It's it's not going to be pretty. No, no, it isn't. It it could be bad. Very bad. All right, so we seem to have, all three of us seem to think that this girl is the asshole, but Jen says no. I'd love to hear what anybody else has to say, if you're brave enough to type something in. Uh, I just think the character sounds a little, um, I don't know, soft. Now look at me. I Okay, I, I, but wait a minute. Time out. Um, okay, we're going to go back to something you said earlier, Herm. You've been a bigger dude for about 99.65% of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's discounting the first four days of your life. Right. So, and you've taken some pretty harsh shit. At some point, you have to stick up for yourself, but it still doesn't sting any less. I mean, you know, when I say it, you know I love you, and I'm not yeah, picking no, on no, you. Yeah, no, no, no. No, um, but yeah, but at some point you've also got to stop caring what other people think because you're letting somebody else rent space in your head for free. There it is. Yeah, you're, give, you're giving them the opportunity. <coughs> okay, so Jen comes up, and this one hits me right in my heart, right where I live. I hate that people think, I hate that people think they can disrespect you because they're family. Jen, I couldn't agree with you more. That's true. Very true. Kind of get that. In, in, in my family, that's 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 kind of how we show love. We ro- we roast each other, and it, mm-hmm. it it's very. And we we roast we roast each other on some pretty horrible shit. That if anybody else on the planet roasted you on, you'd fucking kill them. But we poke fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you're pretty much in that group. You know what I mean? No, 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 but- no, no. I want you to tell the story about Unfufu. And how I became into the family circle 
for being able to bust balls the way I do. Oh, Christ. Picture it. It was about, I don't know, 30 years ago. And now that you've all seen, Herm's going to tell the story about... <coughs> the Unfufu story. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'll fill in the blanks where he forgets. Yeah, just go with the story. I'm drawing a complete blank. So, the high school school bus would come down the hill from where I live, turn up Norman Drive, and go to where Herm lives to pick up... Oh, yeah, everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, about There's a block so and a half away... There, about a oh my god we can do an entire episode and Lynch would just laugh his face off if we told all the bus stories, the big band aid bus wrestling, um everything anyway so the about hey a you fat and a, fuck story oh hey you fat fuck is still my favorite Merry Christmas so about a block and a half down is where the junior high kids would congregate and wait for their bus which never made any sense oh no it did because we go first and then they go and then right 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 and they were separate the, the fucking turd burglars go later the bunch of crotch goblins anyway so i had just moved into the neighborhood i knew herm a little bit i knew most of the guys on the bus a lot because they were friends of mine and i moved into their neighborhood hooray so we're going around the corner and there was just this there was a girl a very tall girl she was very fucking tall um she eventually became a friend of mine in our 30s. That's how long it took. And she told everybody at the table when we were at Hailstorm about this story. And I wanted to crawl under my seat because I was like, yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. So I would drop the window, as one does, and I'd start making fun of her. And I had just seen Eddie Murphy raw and talking about his big, burly African woman that was named Unfufu. So I'm yelling out the window, hey, Unfufu, where's your spear? She, white girl, keep this in mind. I wasn't being racist because I know I'm going to get accused of being racist. And I'm just, I'm fucking with this girl every day. And I would get something back like, get real or fuck you or something or other. And it wasn't like Hermit heard this until like the fourth or fifth time he had gotten, he sat down <laughs> We all had seats that we liked. I always had the, the little midget seat in the back. And then everybody filled in kind of around. We were the bus crew. And I said something, and I felt a hand on the collar of my jacket bring me back to my seat. And he goes, yo, don't fuck with her. I'm like, um, what? Dude, it's funny. She, you look at her. She's the ugliest woman I've ever seen. Yo, don't fuck with her. I'm like, dude, I see you do it all the time. He goes, that's my sister. Okay, well, I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> no explanation needed. No, but, we picked on a whole bus stop hard as we drove by. It was bad. But was after, bad. That, after that happened, a couple weeks later, you know, Mike and I were talking. We worked together at the McDonald's Lounge there in Gales Ferry. <laughs> and we were shooting the shit one day. We were both working the same section. And I'm like, dude, I'm really sorry about that. He goes, now nah, I fuck with her too. This and that and the third. And you know what? It's okay if you fuck with her. I'm like, Light, lights are on, gloves are off. Let's you're do good. this. You're, you're good. So, and it became, it became, and she understood it too. It, I was being mean at first because I was a teenager and I'm stupid. But... 
once she understood Mike and I's relationship as as friends, and then she's now a part of the joke. It was all good. Yeah, it was good. And Jen Jen said it. I'm all about busting balls until people find it no longer funny. There, there are certain things that I do that with, even still to this day at 50 years old. There are certain things you don't make <coughs> fucking jokes about because it does. It has a little sting, and I don't think sometimes it's always a joke. Sometimes it's the worst jokes have the most truth behind them. Well, mm-hmm. and I was just going to say that, and it all depends on who's delivering it to. Mm-hmm. If it, you know, if it's somebody like if it were you and I together, just riffing, we we, we would we know when 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 there, where that line is. We, oh yeah, we already know. Oh yeah. But if it's somebody that you don't interact with as often as we do, that that's where you're like, oh, this is getting uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's actually hitting a nerve because what he's saying, what he's joking about, is true. Just like you said, some of the best jokes. Are full of truth. <laughs> yeah, but some of the worst ones are as well, and they're hidden under the guise of being a joke. Yeah, and it, and it 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 stops being a joke when it's when it starts being cr- like more cruel. Can you put up Jen's comment, her last comment, just <clears throat> for Lynch, please? Perfectly said, Greasy Hamster. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jen. The Lynch fan club T-shirts will be made soon. Oh and- dear Lord. Yeah. Only three of them will be made. One for Lynch, one for Megan, and one for Jen, it seems like. Apparently. Okay, so are we all in agreement? Um this this person needs to grow a thicker skin and they are the asshole? Just a little bit. Yeah. All right. Harm. I agree. Harm. Yes. Yes. He's I'm her, here. He's, What's he's... up? I'm sorry, I was doing shit. What's up? Is she the is she the asshole? Uh I still think she's kind of an asshole. I'll give you kind of. I don't think she's fully the asshole. I think the brother should be taken out back and beaten about the head and neck with a pipe. But, yeah, the way you handled it, you're the asshole. Yeah. All right. So, Herm. I'm just checking. For some reason, I had a song lose cue points today. I'm doing it. (laughs) Take the fucking gifts and buy a vibrator. So, Jen is mixing this story with the PS4 story and just giving her a vibrator. I'm I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I think. I think somebody needs to get Jen a vibrator. She's very, very interested. It's, Jen has a wonderful she husband. She said the word like I four can't... times. Jen oh, has so a she's already husband. got a great vibrator. All right. Okay. Wait, I, got I don't even want to ask because <laughs> always buy the vibrator. Anyway. Always buy the vibrator. Is that what she said? Since he took column B, Herm, you're going to take column A. This is our last one of the evening. All Ladies right. and gentlemen, please thank my daughter, Emma Burns, no relation, for... No relation. And that's the sound she makes. For giving us the idea to do this tonight. Albeit, it wasn't going to be. But because it's Christmas, you deserve to hear these ridiculous Christmas stories that didn't happen in your house and be thankful that it didn't happen in your house. Herm, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So this one comes four hours ago from X, X Lynn XO. So Lynn wants to send you a couple of kisses. It says Christmas. So she knows she, you know, she's not Canadian. Here we go. She says, okay. Before I start, I feel like a bit of backstory is required here. So I suffer with bipolar disorder, and my husband is a recovering alcoholic. 
she used the word recovered. Alcoholics are never fully recovered. True that. Thank you. Okay. I, so I, I said that on purpose, not only a, because of Lynch. All right. So a whack job and a drunk walk into a bar. Okay. No, they walk into Christmas. That's right. Okay. Even better. Even uh, we got together when we were at our complete lowest. I was going through my first manic episode, and he was in the depth of his addiction. We were a mess, but multiple rehab and psych ward visits. We are now 35, and he is 10 years sober, and I am stable, albeit through medication. Good okay. job for you, okay. too. Okay. All right. Okay. So although we're both in a very good place in our lives— we do have a zero alcohol policy in our home for obvious reasons. All right. My meds under no circumstances can mix with alcohol, and my husband obviously can't drink. So we prefer to keep it away from our home to prevent the risk of him relapsing. Okay. This being said, we obviously don't care if people around us drink or if we go to events with alcohol as long as it's not in our home. Now, for Christmas, my parents usually host, but for the past three years, one of my siblings has hosted instead. There are five of us. This year, I was asked if we would host, and I was fully up for this. We have a beautiful home, and we can afford to cater to everyone. Now, I did say from the get-go that I don't mind hosting, but there cannot be any alcohol in my home, and if this was going to be a problem, then we should possibly do it someplace else, so I don't risk anything. Right. This may event, sound get a, get a venue or something or yeah. All right. This this may sound dramatic, but when you live with a recovering alcoholic, once again, she said recovered. Lady, yep. you never fully recover. It's an ongoing thing, one day at a time. Forever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, Amen. When you when you live with a recovering addict, you have to be as cautious as possible. No one said anything, and I assumed everything was fine and that they were all okay with the no alcohol rule. So when Friday rolled up, my sister called me asking if it was okay if she brought a bottle of Prosecco for her yeah. and her husband that she knows I'm strict about the no alcohol rule, but it would just be for her and her husband. No. I told her no, and we ended up getting into a huge fight. I told her that if she wanted alcohol, then we could host at her place, but under no circumstances was there going to be any alcoholic beverage brought under my roof. She said I was being dramatic. After speaking to my mom, she said it was too last minute to change the arrangements. And it was one day of alcohol really going to affect us much. I personally feel like my sister brought it up so last minute to try and force it and put me into a corner. But I just said that if they want alcohol... They are not coming to my home. Deal with it. So they ended up not coming for Christmas and held it at my sister's without inviting us. I, on the other hand, had a lovely, quiet Christmas with my husband. And now none of my siblings, parents or grandparents will speak to us about the issue. I felt as though I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm starting to think that maybe I should have offered to pay to eat out or something so everyone could then have a drink. Also, before anyone asks, my husband was also against alcohol in the home and called my sister himself to explain why it was so important to us. And it was in mine and my husband's well-being to make this a top priority in this situation. Herm, is she the asshole? No. 
Why not? No, it's no, it's your house. You can make any fucking rule you want to at your house. She told them early that look, you can do whatever you want to, but we're not doing that here. <clears throat> you know, if they were just getting over a coke problem, would it be all right if everybody else brought coke and did coke on the table, yeah. but just didn't offer it to you? Yeah. Yeah, here's, well, here's your big bag no, of temptation. No, you dumb fuck. Here. Only you would invite Scarface to your fucking Christmas. Yo, the parties I was at, bro. Um, I know. Anyway. I know. Anyway. I know. Anyway. Anyway. Come on. I mean, would, no, no. Johnny's recovering from meth. Don't worry. We're not going to give him no rocks. We're just going to smoke him while we're here. Come on, man. The, the, a rule's a rule. Look, your castle's your castle. You make any rule you want. If they want to try and pull that it's easier to get forgiveness than it is permission on this one you're going to be asked out because i just won't let you in the motherfucking house that's funny what? coming from the guy who breaks every rule put in front of him and says it's easier to ask for permission or no, easier always, to ask for forgiveness always than permission. always but you also know that i believe that a person's home is their castle mm -hmm. and you can make any fucking rule you want to in your castle because it's not my castle Amen. Lives. Before before I go to Lynch, Jen had the best comment ever. She's lighting it up tonight. This is the MVP of the show. Sobriety is something that takes precedent over everything. Well, I don't even know if that's it's um, that I don't even find that a matter of sobriety uh, well, as it is related. That's a matter of I, I find that to be a complete matter of respect in general. Okay, this well, is let's, the rule. Let's... This is the rule at my house, regardless of the reasons. This is the rule at my house. Lynch, you were surrounded by a bunch of us drinking beer at Herm's Roaster. Did it bother you in the least? No, not at all, because that's that's not my... I know going out that I can't control what anybody else does, but I can control what comes into my home. Right, but by, but in the, in the same, by the same turn... We don't try to sneak shit into your house. We will drink a beer on. We would drink a beer on the way over to the house. Right. We would drink a beer when we got on the way home from the house. But this is Lynch's house. So yeah. once the we get out of the car, the edict, it was over. Right. Yeah, once, it was once over. we get out of the car, none of that goes into the house. Nothing happens. Well, Full respect. Here, Full here's respect. what here's what people. It's his castle. Here's something something that people don't think that you have to think worst case scenario with a with an addict, whether it's alcohol or drugs. If right, because all it takes I is allow that you, fucker to sip. If I allow you to bring liquor into my home, and you forget it, you, you didn't go through all of it, and it's right sitting, now it it's put sitting a, around. It got put away in the cabinet, and it's open. I could sneak some; nobody would know the difference. Mm -hmm. Right now, to, it's, now it's think, an, now it's an enticement that right. You like have to every, think ten miles ahead because, like Chris said, one day at a time. I live day by day. Right. <clears throat> You know, you've got to I find all know. the alcohol at the end of the party and dump it all down the fucking sink and make sure it's all fucking gone because you, whoops, because you are taking care of you. Right. And, and having, having that in my house, I can, I absolutely understand what this person is saying. And I don't think he's an asshole at all. Uh, if, and that goes for any, any little thing. Hey, would you mind taking your shoes off when you come in my house or would you mind um, coming through the back door? Would you mind whatever, whatever it is. You do shit differently at your house. The back door, huh? Um, <laughs> he said um, back door. Uh, I did. So you know, you gotta you gotta respect respect the house the house rules. And Understood. I never <clears throat> with, the, with the few people as we have come in my home lately, you know, post COVID and all that other shit, people still are still trickling out to go out and 
you know, I've never had a problem thus far in almost a year. So, well, like Jen just said, your home should be someplace you shouldn't be faced with the demons that tried to kill you. It's it's your safe it's your safe space. You know, we've all heard it a million times in the in the past, and I'll simplify it: my house, my rules. And Mm -hmm. the same could be said of your kids. If I took, say, you know, Herm's youngest, Brenton. And I decided to take him to Six Flags for a day. He's like, okay, listen, it's cool if you take him to Six Flags, but he can't have too much sugary shit because they'll come home and he'll bounce off the walls and this and that. It's about respect. My kid, my rules. And right. there are some people that will stick to that and be, okay, your kid, your rules. And there are others that are going to step over the line and not step over the line. They're going to erase the line and just trudge forward because they're fucking sociopathic, narcissistic dicks. Mm-hmm. And just do what they want to do. So, <clears throat> is this person the asshole? Absolutely not. It's your house. It's your rules. And if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Well, that that reminds me of a story about um, about somebody's wedding, where you know, no children. I don't. There's no. We just did that. A, Emma loved that story. Yeah. The flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> If I if I'm asking you no children, there's a reason. I'm not just asking it to be an asshole. I'm asking for a reason. I want this is I'm spending a lot of money on this day. I want to remember it for the good memories and not holy shit, little and Johnny. I'm not Rotten. trying to share my coke. All right, so right. Leave the kids little, at home. Little Johnny Rotten Crotch <laughs> screaming in the corner because he, he 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 wants something. No, I don't want that. And I I fuck it. I'm. The only kids that were at my wedding were immediate family. My my uh, ring bearer, who was almost two at the time. That's he was drunk by the of... end of the ceremony. Yeah, yeah. He was drunk five minutes in. <laughs> I stole these rings. Listen <laughs> <laughs> for me and for her. Oh, I got to watch that movie you guys were talking about the other night. Which one? Who's the uh, man? Who's the oh, man? Oh, yes. Oh, Never man. seen it. Never All right, it. so I'm I'm going to do this now. I think this will possibly boost some interest in the show. We're going to vote for the MVP from the comment section tonight. And generally, it's usually Amber or it's or it's Sammy or it's Jordan. Tonight, no, I'm it's putting Jen my tonight. vote up. Her, her, she's got great interaction tonight. Yep. Absolutely. Tonight, you win the, Jen you win is the, the MVP. Of the comment section, the first first award. That's that right. Ever, Congratulations that we've, never, that we've never given out, but we will now. So every week we're going to give out an MVP of the comment section going forward. Look, she even gave herself a trophy. That's funny. And technically, oh, in the nice. most self appropriation, excellent. In the most technical terms, <laughs> even though the MVP is special to us, that is technically a participation trophy because you participated and you gave us some of the greatest comments tonight. Bravo. Yes. Bravo. Now let's see if you can do it again next week. Yeah. Yeah. Now Lynch, you have your marching orders next week. We're going to review a movie from about 29, 30 years ago, give or take. Okay. Lynch is going to watch Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. In the classic, Who's the Man? And we're going to have Lynch give his review. Uh, Herm and I will try to shut up because mm-hmm. we can quote that movie page and verse. Pretty much verbatim. 
And if you have not seen it, Lynch, you have a second marching order, and you can find it, I believe, on the Peacock, or as we call it here on the show, the, the cock. cock. The cock. The cock. <laughs> Mo Money. Mo, Mo Money's money. good. Mo Money's who's good. In, who's in that? Mo Money's good. Uh, um, Damon if, Wayans and the Reverend Pimp Daddy. Um, That's all you, you guys, need to know. If you guys haven't watched it, um, there's a show, a series on HBO Max called uh, Southside. I've not. Uh, watch it. It's beautiful. They make fun of, of it's, it's black people making fun of their own people very badly. Like, it's it's really bad. It's and this really is why, bad. And this is why Jen is the MVP. Like Put you that got, up. You got, Put you that got, up. You got, you got police right officers walking around talking about, how oh, is life? It's the fucking, <laughs> it's, it's, the fucking show is hilarious. I'm currently, I'm currently embroiled in, uh, also on the cock, uh, who killed Jenny Rivera? Because you know yep. me, I, I yep. like I, the, uh, I like the big one, Latin women. That's a good I, one. I started that one two nights ago. Like oh, finish it. We're going to have, we're going to have reviews on reviews next week. Lynch is going to bring you who's the man and Mo money, which Herm and I will try to shut up when he reviews them. And maybe yeah. we'll talk about some Jenny Rivera since Lynch and I have already started it. Herm, now you have your marching orders. It's called Who Killed Jenny Rivera? I've seen that one. I watched all three, all the parts on that. It's pretty that's good. A, that's a gorgeous woman. It's pretty Ooh. good. Or was a gorgeous woman. Yes. I got a Latina thing. You guys yeah. know that. Ooh. Ooh la la chingala. Dude, there are still days I think about Selena and she's been dead for 26 years. She shows okay. up in my dreams. If you're dreaming about present day, Selena. dreaming <laughs> of her tonight. That was her song. Yes. Yep. That oh, was like right. one of her. That was like one of the biggest hits she had. That was that. That was it. Hmm. On 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 white radio. And that was. Uh, Listen to you. And President I thought Lynch of- was the racist. Well, no. Um, on, on Mexican radio. radio. Well, yeah. Oh, now it's Mexican radio. <laughs> Are you going to die? No. Please don't no. die. No. But on, you, you, I mean, you, uh, white radio around where we were, what we knew, um, we, we, don't, we didn't have, look, there wasn't a lot of Mexican stations. There wasn't a lot of alternative music. Other than you know, you had some hip hop and you know top forty. That's pretty much it. And yeah, it was as really for- white around us. As a former us. radio personality, it was really white around us. As a former radio personality, I have to point out that a lot of my playlist was Michael Jackson, Tony, 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 uh, right, Tony Braxton, you know, songs, you know, whites, songs that the whites felt safe with. It was. Does it you know, matter? No, no. I'm just saying it wasn't ethnic or urban. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not gonna it was, lie. It was white. Very white. Very the whitest songs. The whitest yes. songs. Tracks very white. Album. Very white. All right, listen. Like RG, NWA wasn't RG on the radio, David... man. No, of course not. You can't <laughs> say fuck 35 times on the radio. Listen, Archie, David, I need you guys to dial it back just a little bit. You decide who's I'm, Archie and who's David. I'm, I'm Archie. And he's David. <laughs> oh, my God. If you guys have any shows you'd like to hear us talk about, any subject, doesn't matter, junction dysfunction show at gmail.com. 
please utilize that. Use the Facebook page. Do not message me or Herm or Lynch directly. You will be taken out back and beaten with a stick. We will beaten. kill your hamster, and you will not go to Christmas dinner That's right. because you're a whiny little bitch who can't follow directions. <laughs> Fuck that hamster. Probably I cried more when Lynch's dick fish died than Lynch did. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, this is working great. It's still as cold. Very nice. As when it came out. Very nice. <clears throat> but you see, I did this for two reasons from home tonight. One, because I think I have the Cambodian butt flu and I didn't want to get Lynch sick. <laughs> that sounds interesting. And Appreciate two, it. of course, the kid's in town. So what the fuck are you doing, Stevie Wonder? Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out why the door is open. You have ghosts and uh, they don't want you to have a good time. No, I think the dogs open the back door. That's all. These right. niggas think they can just go in and out whenever Listen they want to. Listen to you. <laughs> Fucking little bastards. Oh, my Fuckers. God. I'm trying to see what Jen put up there. Oh, a little rat hamster. Nice. Is that Mrs. Herm? It is. Mrs. Herm! Mrs. Herm. It is. She's checking on the door. Can she come on and, and show her face? Not right now. Before... Not right now? Not right now. Not right now? Not right now. How about now? No. Stop. Maybe now? How about no. now? Just play the drums. We're going to get out of here. Herm, take your pill. All right, you hear the drums? All right, drums. some drums. We'll be back on Monday night. Sorry for the movement. I had to do a lot of driving yesterday. And uh, you know what? You guys fight amongst yourselves. Who's taking us out? Herm or Lynch? Uh, Lynch can take us out. Next week. Don't have a topic yet. Well, I'm sure we'll figure something out. We just spoke on what the topics were. We're reviewing about. movies. This I know. The I know. Motherfucker. I know. I'm trying to weasel my way out and watch. Oh movies. my goodness. Well, anyway, next week I review Mo Money and what was the other one? Who's the man? Who's, Who's the, the man? man? We're gonna Mo talk Money. about the Jennifer Rivera story. I like to finish that series. Yeah, uh, yeah, YouTube, all of that shit. Do what you gotta do. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll come up with some suggestions. We're going to offend some people. Absolutely. Yeah, I love offending people. All Sometimes right. It, my mere presence offends people. All right. But That's Facebook, awesome. Twitter, however you follow us, Ooh. wherever you get our podcasts, this is Dysfunction Junction, and we'll see you next week. Ooh, let's see if, let's see if I can hit this. Peace. Close. This is why we don't give Lynch edibles before the show. <laughs>